We're going into the word of the Lord. John 14, verse 27. I'm going to read from the amplified version. It says, peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. But let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. I want to read that in the Message Bible because I love how the Message Bible amplifies things. He says, I'm leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you, peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left feeling abandoned and bereft. So don't be upset, don't be distraught, just take on peace. God bless the hearing of his word. Hallelujah. I have to tell you on this morning church that I've lived without peace in my life more than I've lived with it. I, I know that I'm not alone because if we're honest, and if the research is accurate, if I were to poll this audience right now, even after worship, even now while you're sitting and listening to the word of God, the research would tell us that in this poll, 75% of us living in this room are living under pressure. In other words, if I took 10 of us, seven out of 10 would be living without peace right now and exhibiting overt or covert signs of pressure. I'm talking about believers, blood washed, saved, sanctified, holy ghost filled believers living under pressure. I'm talking about believers living with a promise and manifesting the direct opposite of the word of God that's already been released in your life. Who am I talking to on this morning? Listen, everybody wants peace. Peace is attractive, mother. The alcoholic seeks it in the bottle. <laughs> the drug addict looks for it in the pipe, in the needle, or with powder. The, the sex addict looks for it in the bedroom. The, the lonely creep in the crevices of compromise for it. The, the desperate will steal for it. The insecure willing to lie and try to get it. A mother will stay up all night calling hospital after hospital, precinct after precinct, morgue after morgue, searching for it. The unstable will attempt to commit suicide for it. A woman will persist for it and a man will run to a rooftop for it. Everybody wants peace. We just often look for it in all the wrong places. Sometimes it's the whispers in our own ear that sounds like our voice because you know we talk to 
ourselves. I often say that the most important conversation you can have is the talk you have with yourself about yourself. And, and oftentimes we set ourselves up as our worst enemies. Isn't that right on this morning, ladies? We, we tell ourselves that we're a fraud, that people are going to find us out. We, we tell ourselves it and we remind ourselves over and over again that we are inept. That there are shortcomings in us. That maybe God make a mistake. That there is unsurety and insecurity. That there's vulnerabilities that lie on the inside of us. And that inner feeling of exposure, that negative self-talk, ladies, I'm talking to the ladies in the room, sometimes causes us to overeat or not eat at all. Who am I talking to? Sometimes it drives us to compromise ourselves or to isolate ourselves. Sometimes we just do a little too much and sometimes we don't do anything at all. My God, somebody say peace. This life, I get it, it gets complicated. I received the word from our inspirational speaker on this morning. It... It gets complicated. It does, just like social media has that relationship status that says it's complicated. It, it, it gets complicated, right? Stuff goes down. People that you pray for actually die and marriages that you waited on God for actually fall apart. It's the kids that you longed for act like they want to lose their mind. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Amen. We lose our jobs. We do. Our homes may get foreclosed on. It is complicated. Somebody say it's complicated. complicated. Friendships dissolve and people will disappoint us and businesses will fail. My God, we'll lose cases. It's, it's complicated when sickness hits your body. It, it's complicated when bills seemingly exceed your income and pressure exceeds your patience level. It's complicated when we're craving and wanting something that quite frankly, our talent and our anointing doesn't align with it gets complicated I, I, I get it I get it I get it that you're asking how can I have peace when nothing is going my way who am I talking to on this morning how can I have peace and rest when it seems like all hell is breaking loose in my life I'm but human how can I restore the joy of my salvation when I'm broken and if I'm honest I believe on one side and on the other side I'm saying father help my unbelief my brothers and sisters our bodies your vessel was not built to carry stress do you know that you, you weren't built to carry stress. If you look at the research, doctors will tell you the number one cause for disease and the number one reason for medication management is stress. Stress has caused your hypertension. Stress has opened the door for cancer. Stress has caused arthritic tendencies in your body. Stress has caused your hair to fall out. Pressure that you were never meant to carry. 
pressure. We come into the house of God looking good in our rainbow colors. We come to the house of God. We sing our song. We play our instrument. We serve in hospitality. We bless the people of God. We encourage one another and we are stressed. We try to praise God in the midst of our stress. We try to keep giving in the midst of our we try to hold on to faith in the midst of our your body wasn't built to sustain it somebody say peace so here in linters john 14 when we have jesus who is ministering to and really prophesying to his disciples about his death his burial and his soon then resurrection and they were all overwhelmed with sadness and they, they were demonstrating symptoms of what it means to be stressed out and Jesus turns and says basically don't trip stop tripping is what he says to them let not your heart be troubled if you believe in God then you believe also in me he goes on to tell them how he's going away to prepare a place for them. Now we're used to hearing that at somebody's funeral and we're not used to the revelation that we're supposed to get from the word of God. The word of God is not seasonalized based upon funerals and weddings. It's the unadulterated word of God and it's applicable every single day in our lives. If you believe it, somebody say hallelujah. And so he goes on to tell them how he's going away to prepare a place for them. How do you know that God is setting up a place for us? And if you go down then in John 14, we come into verse 27 where basically Jesus is promising that from the time that he leaves them to the time that he returns, he said, I'm leaving you something. I'm giving you all that you need to help keep you while I'm gone. He said to them what he told me to declare to you on today, and that is peace be still God left for us I want you to catch the revelation of the word on today church God told them back then <laughs> the same thing I'm telling you right now is from the time he leaves the earth that he would leave us everything we need until he comes back from glory and the one thing he declared was peace. my God peace is our birthright you're not gonna lose your mind up in here hallelujah you're not going to break it it's not over for you if you receive that in the spirit come on put those hands together clap those hands you may bend but you're not gonna break it's not over the devil is a liar we declare the peace of God in this house in the name of the Lord Jesus peace in the midst of our trouble, peace. In the midst of our storm, peace. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm laying there in the bed and I felt the unrest, hallelujah. That's the anointing of God that fell. As soon as I stood at this podium, I feel the distress of someone in the room. I feel your pain, I, I feel your worry, I feel your anxiety, I feel your pressure. And the word of the Lord has come on today to simply speak peace. 
You don't need someone to lay hands on you right now where you're sitting in your seat. If I'm talking to you, lift up those hands, open your mouth, and receive the peace of God. Open your mouth, 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 open your mouth. Peace, peace, peace. Let me encourage you with just a few brief points about why our peace is so important. While it seems like a simple thing, it is the one thing that the people of God have allowed the enemy to rape us of which is why we live with sickness and disease in our body. He has raped us of, which is why our relationships are tearing apart because when you are not at peace, it causes disarray in every area of your life. You start looking for problems when your spirit does not have peace. Hear me, your peace is your GPS. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. Peace is your GPS. According to Colossians 3 and 15, it says, and let the peace of God rule your heart. I want you to hear me well. That word rule is the English word for umpire or referee. It speaks to situational counsel. Oh, glory to God. The peace of God is supposed to give you situational counsel. What does that mean? Just like the referee in a game has to call it, were you out of bounds or in bounds? How do you know when you make right decision? I want you to think about that. There are some decisions that we make in life that the word of God is silent on. What church do I join? What state do I live in? What what job do I take? How many children should I have? What should I major in in college? Should I go to trade school or college? These are all questions that we have in our life that the word of God is silent on. How do you know when you're making the right decision? Peace operates as a GPS. When there is no peace, that's God telling you no. When there is peace, the Holy Spirit brings a check in your spirit. Peace is your GPS. So now we understand why the enemy comes after it. It's the reason why he wants to rape you of it. It's the reason why we come to church despondent. Because the enemy knows that if he can take our peace, he removes your ability to make right decisions. He blinds us to the ability to see God. He removes our ability to sense him. It denies us of the right for direction when our peace is compromised. Somebody say peace. The peace of God. I remember, I remember there was a time several years back I had an unbelievable amount of financial strain in my life. And I was like, Lord, I'm not sure how this is supposed to go down. Entrepreneurship. And so while the business was doing amazingly well with a big success comes big expenditure too, right? And I was under extreme stress at the time and I got a phone call that I did not solicit a job opportunity for. And this particular firm, if I called it, you would know who it is. It's really irrelevant who it is, right? But this was an awesome opportunity 
for me to go back into the corporate world at a very high level, right? Great title, multi-six-digit salary, in an industry of influence, the ability to affect people's lives, seemingly the right job, in the midst of me being under major financial strain, right? So it must be God, right? Not so. Because I didn't get peace in my spirit, but I took the job anyway because it checked all the boxes. I want to tell you that your decision may check all the boxes, but void of your peace GPS, you can still make wrong decision. And it caused me to do a roundabout in my life that I had to rebound from because I wasn't living with the peace of God in its rightful place in my life. I want you to understand the significance of peace as a GPS. Now we oftentimes hear about the, the, uh, 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 the priests in the Bible and we know that they wore the breastplate, right? But underneath the breastplate, my brothers and sisters, were two things. It was the umen and the thumen. The omen stands for light and the thumen stands for standard or perfection. And whenever the priest went in to ask God, the Holy Spirit, for direction, should we go to war? Should we go? Should we stay? Should we retreat? What would happen? Understand that it caught on fire. They felt the heat of the question and the answer because peace, God is the what? Prince of peace. He is the king of peace. And when he speaks, peace is a tangible thing. It's not a figment of our imagination. It is not a feeling. We can feel the peace of God. just like a GPS can talk to you and give you direction and mapping is the same way the peace of God will literally talk to you and give you actual direction so you know which way to go but the enemy comes in the enemy the enemy the enemy the enemy comes in and he wants you roaming around the same block over and over and over again he wants you to put down the window and ask people for direction and they're not even living in peace and they haven't found the way themselves and we're asking the wrong people for direction instead of tapping in to God he is my peace my peace my peace God wants us to have peace hallelujah we've got to protect our peace at any cost somebody say protect it Come on, somebody say, protect it. We've got to manage people that zap our peace. My God, the spirit of negativity just simply rests on some people. They are assigned by the enemy. I am convinced that they are assigned by the enemy in order to take my peace. So you know what I had to learn how to do? Manage my eye gate. Manage my ear gate. I've got to preserve my time and my space. You've got to qualify to come into communion with me because I must preserve my peace. You can't drain me like that. I don't have the anointing for you like that. 
That's how you know if you're anointed to be that for someone is am I energized and fulfilled after having the engagement or have I felt like all of heaven shut down to me? Because I lost my peace. I'm talking to somebody in here who's been praying and feeling like they can't get a breakthrough to heaven. Somebody who feels like heaven is shut up to them. The devil is a liar. We've just got to claim our peace. There is nothing like praying and crying out to the Lord and feeling like he doesn't hear you. There is nothing like crying out to the Lord and feeling like you're the only daughter, you're the only son that he's not giving a right now answer to. Glory to God. There is nothing like coming to church Sunday after Sunday, weekday after weekday, and crying out to God and feeling like everybody else is being blessed. Everybody else's prayer is being answered. Everybody else is getting a breakthrough. And why not me, Lord, and walk out seeming the same way you came all my sisters all my brothers on this morning I want you to claim your peace peace protect your peace your peace is worth fighting for on this morning peace is a commodity in fact, it's so much a commodity that it is incomprehensible. You know the scripture, Philippians 4 and 6, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God hallelujah and the peace of God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding he blows my mind the peace of God that cannot be comprehended the peace of God that I cannot understand the peace of God that I cannot explain it'll keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. This common passage of scripture, we say it all the time, but how many times have we really thought about glory to God? The essence of what we were saying, be anxious for nothing. That means anxiety is a decision, not a diagnosis. The word of God would not tell you don't be anxious if you couldn't help but be anxious. The word of God would not tell you not to do something that you don't have the power and the authority not to do. Be anxious for Somebody needs to receive that right now in this room. That anxiety that you're feeling is a choice. That means you can choose peace right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Receive that right now. I'm pausing right now for it, right now. It's here, it's in the room, it's in the atmosphere. I'm pausing for it right now. Receive peace right now. Make the decision to hang up anxiety. We're afraid of almost everything. We're afraid of our shadow. We're fear, afraid of our failure, and some of us are afraid of our success. The devil is a liar. 
be anxious for nothing. Nothing. Whom shall I fear? Nobody. Whom shall I be afraid? Nobody. If God be for me, who can be against me? Oh my God, anxiety is a choice, not a diagnosis. He said, be anxious. Don't be anxious, just pray. Pray about everything and then add a praise to it <laughs> with thanksgiving. And then you add a praise to it. That's the thanksgiving. Come on, church. Then you add a praise to it. That's the thanksgiving. Then you add a praise to it. That's the thanksgiving. Then you add a praise to it. That's the thanksgiving. Jesus says, then you'll have peace. And you'll understand that peace, not very much because it's beyond your ability to comprehend. I want you to know that the word keep, when he says, oh, keep your heart and mind, that word keep, when you translate it, it's actually a military term, y'all. It means protecting the perimeter or protecting the entryway. In other words, this incomprehensible peace that we're talking about, hallelujah, its job is to guard, protect, to cover the entryway of your mind and the entryway of your heart. Don't you see why the enemy wants your peace? He wants to shut down your GPS and he wants to jack with your heart and your mind. You're not going crazy in here. The devil is a liar. It did happen. They did say it. It is real, but it's not more real than the power of God. Oh my God, I feel that thing in my spirit not losing our minds it did happen the enemy will have you thinking that you making stuff up you'll say things to people and they have you thinking you losing your mind they'll have you believe it that you didn't see what you saw in fact when you real good in the spirit you can be in prayer and you will hear what your adversary has said you'll know what the scheme is and what the plans are oh yes you will you're not crazy. It did happen exactly as you're saying it, but it doesn't change one thing. The peace of God, I leave you. Don't be distressed. Don't be dismayed. God will take care of you. Come on, somebody say peace. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This is how he can tell you he doesn't want you anymore and you can keep on praising God. <laughs> this is how no money can be in the bank and you can keep on dancing. 
is is how you can attend the homegoing service of a loved one and you can keep on rejoicing and keep on living. This is how all hell can break loose in your life and you be like a tree planted declaring I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not, I shall not be moved. We declare peace in this house. Reminded of the word of the Lord, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. He can keep your mind perfectly at peace. No disruption, nothing lacking. Peace, peace, peace. Turn to that neighbor that you prophesied to and say, let there be peace. Psalms 119 says, great peace have those who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. Nothing, 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 nothing can make me stumble. Nothing, nothing, nothing will make me trip up. Nothing, nothing, nothing will make me lose my way. I shall not be moved. Now unto him who is able to keep me from. Peace is what does that. I said peace is what does that. Psalms 4 and 8 says, in peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Somebody hasn't been sleeping well in this house, but the word of the Lord says that you get to lie down and sleep in peace because your safety is wrapped up in your peace and God left it for you. God left it for you. It belongs to you. Romans 16 and 20 says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under, under your feet. I love the word of the Lord because understand he didn't say it was being crushed under God's feet. It's being crushed under your feet. Which means we have the power. Glory to most high God. We've got the power. Glory, glory, glory to turn on peace. Hallelujah. And it is our peace that God anoints us to crush Satan's head under our feet. Does anybody want to crush Satan's head on this morning? I said, does anybody want to crush Satan's head on this morning? I'm not convinced somebody wants to crush Satan's head on this morning and claim their peace. My peace will I leave you. 